Hello, this is D.B. Richards from the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, and this season is dedicated to Bill Palmerino. Rest in peace, my friend. Welcome, everybody, to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, D.B. Richards, alongside my sweet referee, Dave Keener. All-time classic. This is wrestling. Woohoo! <laughs> wow. We need to like change this up and put you in there somewhere. Exactly, you should. But one day, one day you'll get the moment. Be up there, Brian. Exactly. Sorry. But gotta give a shout out to Kaiju Pro Wrestling yesterday. They had a fantastic show. Yeah, they were um, nice enough to let me um, commentate. Exactly. It was kind of weird and odd because speaking over a mic to the was weird hearing people. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And for our listeners out there, you can check them out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And their next show will will be August 20th, and date all the time will be determined, and the location will be determined. But I'm we- Backyard, please. please. We actually have somebody on the podcast today, so I, I want Brian to do the intro because Brian got this one, so this is all him. Oh, yeah, it okay. is all him. Okay, okay. So we have on the show today. She is from Oakland, California, and she used to go by the name of Skipper Lauren, but today now she is now known as Lauren Frazier. Welcome, Laura. Hello. Thank you for introducing me. Yeah, we have to. You're the guest. You're the for uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that's how that works. <laughs> pretty much. So we have people out there that do listen to our show that are non-wrestling fans. It's kind of weird because I Uber and Lyft, and I always play our episodes. That's because you play it while you're at work. Yeah, and you're at Walmart the one day, and you had it playing over the loudspeaker. It's kind of fun. <clears throat> yes, I can do whatever I want, but <laughs> but. <laughs> Can you give us a little bit of your background, your training and all that? And then we'll have some fun the rest of the good show. Yeah, sure. Um, so I started in 20 training in 2019 at uh, Stone Um, I was going to debut in 2020, but then um, a little unfortunate uh, event happened and all of wrestling could not happen because of this unfortunate event or a series of unfortunate events, I say. So I kind of had to just like wait around and like finally I was able to debut this year in January. Um, at 5D Wrestling up in uh, the Pacific Northwest in Bellingham, Washington. And uh, yeah, I trained at Stoner U in Oakland, California with uh, the Stoner Brothers and Anton Voorhees, uh, who are all uh, regulars on Glam, um, which is an Oakland promotion uh, promoted by Darkie, uh, who does a lot of DCW these days. And yeah, that's basically uh, how I started. So how is the um, California wrestling state um, area? Because I know the East Coast, Delaware and Jersey and Billy is like big. How's it yeah. over there? Um, it's not big. There are a lot of really big promotions like Hood Slam is pretty popular. It's, but even with non wrestling fans, Hood Slam is super popular. Um, but uh, there are, are a lot of shows. It definitely got very big very quickly over the past couple of years. There was a little bit of a lull, obviously during the pan uh, during quarantine and stuff. But um, uh, yeah, it's gotten it's come back and it's come back in full force. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy in the East Coast. Like Dave's referee out here, and his brother's more famous because of ECW. So I just want to put mm-hmm. it out there. I would love to have him, but he doesn't do podcasts. So I had to take his brother Dave. So I had to, I had to, I had to rip him every time. That's <laughs> Brian, you're just laughing. Dude, you're like turning three sheets red right now. Yeah, he is. He's really red. We should take a picture. That was funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> Rip on him every time for that. Oh uh, yeah, that's the best part. 
Yes, because he's my co-host, and I love him, and he's like my best friend from a different different world. Taking a picture of him. Oh, weird. Okay, this got weird. So I'm when is he weird though? So I have a lot of pet peeves in this business. <laughs> when I get started, it's mostly rainbow clotheslines and, and and a name right now. What's that? And a name? Yeah, right now. And a name? Yeah, I'm not going there though. The referees. Referees not wearing the right gear. We we did a show for a guy named. Well, I was out there hanging out. I wasn't on the show, and there was a guy running the show. His name was Draven Blaze, and. And the one referee on the show sat in the audience the whole entire time, was never in the locker room, had on khaki pants and white shoes. I'm sorry, he had on blue jeans. Blue jeans. And white shoes while refereeing. So, do you have any pet peeves in the business so far? Um, I guess just like, um, you know, whenever I like think someone's cool and it turns out like, oh, they have some really messed up values, or oh, they harass a lot of women. <laughs> That's not good. Why are they still here? Why are we allowing them to still be here? <laughs> that, that's one of my pet peeves too. I, I really hate that stuff too. Um, it's it's kind of hard for podcasters to really want to put a wrestling show together mm-hmm. and um, try to get the female talents on, and every, we can mm-hmm. always get on red, and it gets my nerves. It really does, and I feel bad mm-hmm. for all you females out there that trying to like yourself out there as a wrestler and getting all these fans out there treat you like crap. And it's I'm very sorry about that. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, but yeah, that's an unfortunate side effect of the messed up world we live in the most we can do is just you know be better than you know people who aren't trying to be better <laughs> yeah I, I i work i work at this job i can't say their name because we sign papers and we're gonna give out information non-disclosures <laughs> yeah i haven't signed mine yet but it's there but oh well, then you can talk about it i can talk about it but i don't want to talk about it. but i have um guys i work with and they're like oh you should do this and i was like no i do not want to be banned from wrestling i yeah no no but why are you playing connect four on youtube dude it's my thing I play Connect Four with wrestlers, and it's getting over. People enjoy it, like yes. Red Titus. Yes, Red Titus. Yes, yeah. I like that one. Uh, he beat me. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I got a couple um, bigger names coming on soon, so awesome. So like, they wanted me to do some bad things, and I'm like, no, that's stupid. I would not do that for my podcast. My podcast means a lot, though. Yeah, that's where I am. Yeah. I have pet peeves. They're everywhere. Uh, I got a lot of them too. So no, I'm Guess very sorry about my so. pet peeves right now. What's that? Uh, I, have a lot, I have a lot. Of pet oh yeah, I, too, I, so. I'm not even going there, but yeah. yeah. there's a lot on my mind right now and it's stupid it's no it's like people acting like territories are still running and they're bad mouthing other companies oh yeah 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 yeah. that's that's happening right now on facebook that's where i'm at right now because of the show i was at last night yeah i like i said mind your own business and walk away i know so we were there so i have a good friend i i know both know him and the next question is best advice so my friend Corey castle Mm-hmm. Great guy. He's a friend of mine too. Now. Friend, well, I've known him longer than you, so. I don't so. care. <laughs> I talked talk to him on Twitter. Yeah, I talked to him too. So we asked him the question of what was the best advice ever given? And he goes, don't be 12. Yeah, don't be 12. And mine, for me, when I got in this, because I've been refereeing for 20 years now, and mine was sit down, shut up, and open your ears. Yeah. Okay? He hasn't opened his ears yet. No, they're still shut, but still. But I mean, and I don't I don't know if you watch football or not, but there's a football player for the Philadelphia Eagles who just re-signed with the Philadelphia Eagles named John Dornboss. And John Dornboss mm-hmm. says that as 
as much as we've learned and as much as we have achieved, there is still so much more that we learned. That's, yeah. That's my advice. So what's the best advice somebody's ever given you? Uh, yeah, my trainer, Anton Voorhees, basically was like, a lot of people in this business are going to give you advice. It's basically advice about advice. <laughs> are just going to give you advice. And sometimes it's going to be great and it's going to be super helpful and it's going to be awesome. And sometimes it's going to be not helpful at all. And, you know, just sit there, listen to them, acknowledge them, you know, say thank you for your feedback and you can choose whether or not want to take the advice or not. You know, just be respectful is basically what it is. Like, hear them out because, you know, people just want to help, you know? Yeah. My best friend, my good friend who's a wrestler, Frankie Picard, he gave me one of the best advice ever and it's uh, respect, show uh, respect and hum be humble. You know, show your respect. Yeah. If you don't like somebody, still show them respect and just be humble when you're at shows or in this business. Yeah. The Beatles gave me a great advice. All you oh. need is love. love is all you <laughs> that need. is really good advice. Yeah. And that's why I care about that's so like I at one point I'm going to be like when you come on the 2300 wrestling podcast you become part of the family so you're part of our family now. so Yay. welcome to the family so we did it Yay. early I always do it at the end but we did it early yay we win oh, yay. we less to do later <laughs> yes right. so you were talking about earlier about a lot of guys you know just being nasty to the women you know being stupid stupid you know mm -hmm. um can, wait 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 can, can I say do you mind if I curse real quick no being a fuckhead exactly <laughs> I, I said no. And then there's a lot of guys who... Are but she also, laughed about it, so that's okay. <laughs> there's a lot of guys who also hide the secret of, you know, they're on the sex offender list. Uh -huh. So Yeah, I know one. Yep, we know one. So my next our next question is, do you think that some promoters or companies should do some background checks on some of these guys? You know, that's probably a really good question. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, honestly, like, I, I don't know. I see the pros and cons on both sides not be, like, completely anticlimactic here. But, like, I see, like, well, how it would benefit because, like, there are some people with some, like, sketchy backgrounds. But at the same time, like, you know, depending on how far back the offense was, like, people can change also. Like, I want to give people at least a chance to, like, change. Like, obviously, they have a very consistent pattern of being an asshole. Then, obviously, I don't want to deal with them. But, like, if it happened a really long time ago and, like, there hasn't been anything since and they seem to be on the straight and narrow, like, you know, of course, I would want to give them a second chance because we all, we all mess up some degree some people just more than others you know yeah, yeah i totally agree with you that makes a lot uh -huh. of sense i always uh -huh. think i always think it's like a license you know what i mean they should have yeah. the state should do a background check if you have a business or anything like a promotion or something like, see what the problems are you know what i mean if it's like you robbed a bank a long time ago and you're free now and don't do anything wrong yeah give you a second chance but if you do something like a sex offender because you got kids at wrestling shows so yeah. you want to be safe with that because a lot of wrestlers do have kids and they bring their kids to the shows and then they're in the back mm -hmm. their kids out there watching you don't know if that person's out there messing with his kid so it's yeah. always there's a lot of things out there plus you don't know what kind of fans come there too so we can't get yeah. the background checks for that but yeah there's a lot of pros and cons and it's a question yeah. we ask everybody to see what they think and yeah we're a different mm -hmm. kind of show i'm very 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 happy you're, you're on <laughs> thank you you're i'm very happy to be here thank you so, for sure so this next question we call it the on um, three matches so it's three of your favorite all-time matches and then how many um three of your favorite matches that you've done so you're giving us three of your favorite all-time favorite matches and then three of your favorite matches that you've done okay. so let's start with three favorite matches of all time that you've seen like in person or just in person in tv wherever okay um i think one of my favorite is uh eddie guerrero and Rey mysterio in halloween havoc 96 i think 
Oh my gosh, that is so wow. That was really good. Yes. Uh, it's very good. Um, I like that one. And then, of course, Don Michaels and Undertaker at WrestleMania. Um, which one? And, and <laughs> which one? Oh, um, oh, we we take notes. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Um, the one where they both have the really cool entrances. Yeah, all of them. <laughs> She's talking about the one where Sean comes down like from the heavens, and Undertaker comes. Yes. Out. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. where Sean was wearing the white Undertaker. Take your outfit. Okay. Okay. I'm yeah. Not sure was which one that was. Twenty four. Could be. I don't know. I have to look it up. And I wish George was still with us no. because he's Mister. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> And then their and your final match of all time. Final match of all time. Um, I really like Scarlett versus uh Becky's last man standing match at uh, Evolution. Yeah, that was really good. That was a good one. And to backtrack on it, it was WrestleMania twenty five. Oh, you were oh, okay. nice, nice, good job. I like that. Awesome, thank you. You're welcome. Now we know. So let's and go. Knowing is half the battle. Yo, Joe. <laughs> so we're we're eighties kids. So yay, we take yeah, sure. So now your three matches that you have done and okay um probably the second five-way match i had at 5d with uh d sharp rashad tyson christian andes um uh, else is the hair there was another guy oh i forgot his name create a character 46.2 yes Point two. create a character <laughs> i'm sure if you listen to this he will love that i completely forgot who he was <laughs> hopefully he doesn't but yeah he was there too we yeah. had a spot together and yeah that one was my, probably my first favorite match and then um, another match that I did that I really liked was probably my uh, match with Christina Von Eri at uh, Next Level Pro in Sacramento, um, where <laughs> um, her manager, Doc Atrocity, uh, threw a fireball into my face. And that's how they, she got over on me. So I didn't win that one. I also didn't win the one that I mentioned before. Um, so I have a great track record. <laughs> Uh, but it was it was awesome just because the fireball was in my face and everybody was like freaking out about it and thought like I was like my face was like disfigured or something and I was like no it's just like mildly crisp but it's not like I'm not deformed now it's fine like don't worry and, yeah, yeah it's it cool. is there's a really awesome picture of it I'll send it to Brian uh, after I'm done here or I can just send it right now let me see but yeah and then my third favorite match is um, at Glam Guilty Lethal Action Mayhem which is the fem, which is the, the fem brand for Hood Slam, and it was against uh, one of my coaches, uh, Rick Owner, um, and Vic Martell. It was a three way, and it was very good. I also didn't win that one, but I didn't eat the pin, so score <laughs> one for me. <laughs> hey, winning and losing doesn't mean anything in wrestling. It's yeah. getting the product out there and making the fan enjoy the match. That's all we got to see. You know? Yeah, That's what we're saying. Plus, plus it's oh, every match is valuable because. Um, you can always learn from it and uh, get better and learn what can do better See, my um, favorite, from your mistakes. Yes, I love it when wrestlers do um, work on their craft and like keep on working, 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 and you can mm-hmm. see in their match that they get better and better, and you're like, wow, these kids are yeah. amazing. And makes me happy as as an outsider. I call myself an outsider because I do podcasts. You look nothing like them. Oh, I know I don't look like them. Not that kind of thing. Not not Pony Boy or Oh, you're talking about the other outsiders. <laughs> I was thinking you were talking about the book in the movie. No, I mean, maybe Ralph Macchio, but that's about it. Look at the picture. Oh, my God. 
Gosh, that picture is amazing. I know, right? I, that same photographer was there uh, yesterday when I was at Best of the West, and I got Gatorade in my face. So she just always happened to be there when the match is finished with someone throwing something at my face. <laughs> You're going to have to edit this one, okay? Why? Because this is a shoot. Look, a fireball spot that was done right. All right. Uh, so here's where the editing is going to come in, because we did a show in New I Jersey. everything. Right. So um, we did a show in New Jersey, and the fireball spot, flash paper never went off, and the, the bump was wrong and everything so oh that, no that, that spot yes you should put that as your profile um, it really is kind of cool I mean it's almost like Sabu had that at one time on his wall I mean it was my him. friend says my friend says I should get it as a t-shirt yes that'd be that'd awesome. be pretty cool that'd be cool create a fire number four create a character fire <laughs> number five and 17 and 82 yeah you're gonna be using create a character now aren't you <laughs> Well, that's gonna be my, that's, I'm going to get that gimmick going. We're going to do it for one of the companies around here, and we're just going to get black outfits. And, and they're all creative be, characters. Yeah, they're going to be like creative character, and it's going to take one, two. It's going to be like, remember when the um, the conquistadors? Yes. There were like 10 of them. Yes. Creative character number 4.936789. Thank you. And I want my money for that gimmick. <laughs> it would be fun. I'm surprised that it's a Creative Pro's gimmick because when I first heard of Creative Pro, I was like, is that like, do they, are they doing like a, like a video game, like a 2K situation? It's like, oh no, it's not. It's another promotion. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a point. So, um, I know it's back in the day on these, um, ribs and pranks are like horrible, but like, I like to rib Dave all the time and not as bad as Ricky Morton. Yeah, but don't get <laughs> always, I'm always looking for good ribs, not bad ones that destroy people. Don't get me started because you got, you both got me on Wait, trip back. stop. So we were at Applebee's about three weeks ago? No, no four, four weeks. Four weeks, five, five weeks ago? Weeks. About two months ago. Oh, two months two ago. Months ago. Yeah. Okay, so about five weeks ago. Yeah. Oh. Found out that Applebee's through a friend of mine named Sean Carlson, great friend. Here's a tag for you, Sean. Um, goes, we should get a cake for him. Tell him it's a birthday. We just did it to Wyatt. Get the cake. Let him know it's his birthday. So the girl brings out, and I wanted the whole happy birthday, singing, everything else. She said, Damn. And cake comes out, and we're screaming at the top of our lungs. Happy birthday! At Applebee's, 11.30 at night. Happy! Birthday! <laughs> His exact words were, "You mother, I hate you both." I, I whispered that very softly, and I said, "Thank you." And, and the funny thing was, we were at Applebee's last night. We thought about doing it again. He's like, "Don't you dare!" We were going to do it to a wrestler this time, but and he he had to ruin it. He goes, "Do not do that." Yeah, it would have been funny. Oh, no. yeah. I'm surprised you guys didn't do it to me because my birthday was two weeks ago. Damn. So do oh. you, so do you have any pranks or rib stories in the business? Yeah, related to the fireball in the face. The reason why everybody thought I was like all messed up underneath the fireball is because I covered my face and like basically me, the manager, and Christina had a plan that we were going to mess with the ref and <laughs> my other my manager that was there, Flaco Del Loco and basically it was just like, dude, sell the crap out of it. So I did. I sold the crap out of it like it actually like hurt my face and it was easy to like freak out because it's a pretty freaky situation because you just see a flash and then all of a sudden your face hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if my eyebrows off. I don't know what's going on. I, I had false eyelashes on. I can't use them anymore because the side that got the fireball is just, they've completely been destroyed. Um, and, But yeah, like I basically just sold it. Like I like had just, my face had just gotten burned and both the ref and my manager were just like freaked out. I got back. I took, I took my head off my face and they're like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. They're like, what? And my manager's like, fuck you for scaring me. There was a time. So myself and DB's best, Jordan, we had, we were we well Jordan no longer um, at that time we were both working the same scene we were both actors I'm still there 
at the base hotel in Honda Hayride in Glen Mills, PA. So the whole, the old industrial scene, remember Jordan talking about that? This scene had fire. Lots and lots and lots of pyro and everything else. And the one time I set it off and I came out right behind it and it almost singed my ass. Oh, shit. It was funny, but I came out from the fire and it still looked good. But yeah. if I was an inch behind, Medic would have had to came. Oh, well, that's what right. happened to Michael Jackson during that one Pepsi commercial. Right. Yeah. But it looked good because the fire went off and I jumped down and it looked like I was coming through the fire. See, I am the pranker in the river because I always... um Just whatever you do, don't pull a Ricky Morton. I got them again um, this, <laughs> yesterday. Right, so, wait a minute. She's laughing. Let me explain what a Ricky Morton is. So, okay. basically, Ricky Morton will find somebody green and he will shit in their bag. Oh, God. Yeah, Ricky Morton is the huge southern old school pranker. So oh, I, God. That's why I'll it's, never it's work a, with him. It's horrible. Yeah. So, I mean, um, with Len Ruth, I was in the locker room with him once and he took somebody's gear and put it in the shower. Okay, that's Oh, horrible. my God. See, that's This horrible. is what they did. Jerry Lawler was a huge pranker back then, too. But that's horrible. We want yeah. good pranks, not bad pranks. That's like, like, like people falling asleep. That's terrifying. Yes, that's terrifying. Like you waking us up at 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock in the morning telling us you're at our houses. Yes, that was the greatest thing. Oh, they're giving me the finger now. Wait, wait, double. <laughs> So I always grabbed Dave all the time, and I called him up around six o'clock in the morning. It I was said, seven. Wait, 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 wait. Let me, let me. Hear. It was seven o'clock, and he goes, "I'm here." I'm like, "Okay, good." And you're gonna stay there because I'm not getting out of bed yet. He goes, "Beep the horn." I beep oh, the I horn, that. and I beep the horn. He goes, "Oh shit!" And my girlfriend's like, "Fuck!" I <laughs> am here. I come in. Side and go, I got donuts. Well, they, well, that's a different story. Back when you could have donuts. Yes, I am diabetic. <laughs> now you just fucking go nuts. No, I'm a... <laughs> I'm a turkey, chicken, and fish person. They don't have a name for that, do they? No. No. Hey, 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 hey. I feel... You guys are horrible. That's the worst, worst thing trying to get me over. Let's get the next question. Okay, here we go. (laughs) That's a hurdle you'll never get over anyway. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, are you looking to become a professional wrestler? Well, right now, the Workhorse Wrestling Club is accepting new students in Felton, Delaware. If you're interested, call Sean at 410-829-1114. We always have geek out moments, mark out moments, stuff like that. Like going, meeting people, like maybe David Arquette at that convention. That was awesome. That was awesome. And Marking out when the Barbarian Warlord walked by in full makeup. Yeah. That was cool. It happens. Yeah, I mean. Like having, these- having a conversation, me and you, with Crime Time. Oh, don't forget James Storm, too. Yeah. That was cool. Um, So we had maybe, what, a 45-minute God Rest Shad with Crime Time about racism and wrestling. Oh, and don't forget my crap question. Right. And it was, we're like, holy shit, is it, wow, we got to get back to the table. <laughs> like, as much as we love this conversation with you guys, we got to get to our table. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, there was there was a question, and um, I always ask the wrestlers. I I pushed back from it. Maybe bring it back at some point. Have you um soiled your pants or um in the match? And Chad Chad goes, yes, that is the greatest questions in the world because somebody told to, me to quote Dave Dahl to quote Jay Jay, Jay the God JCG quote him. You got to ask that fucking question every fucking time, every single time you're on the fucking show. That's what he said. And Dave Dahl, oh goes, Dave Dahl is the one who told me not to say that question ever again. So I pushed the back and 
because it happened to a wrestler and I was like, hey, we'll see if it happened because but I because know Sto- Crime Time said put it back. We haven't put it back yet. Not yet. But um, Stone Cold Steve Austin talked about his time with Yokozuna. So like, uh. so we asked that question before, but we took it back, and that's where the Chad thing came in. That's how the geek out moment came around. Right. So have you had any geek out moments? Um, not yet. I try my kids try uh to instill to like not be super marky whenever like big uh bigger names come to like hood slam and stuff and basically just like you know like obviously shake their hands say hello you know and that sort of thing like no face but like if they're like calling a match or or, like if they're you know busy doing something like selling merch or whatever you know don't like take up their time and talk their ear off basically but uh we'll see we'll see if it happens because it's bound to like i probably won't paint it but i'm also really shy so i don't like to like bother people so that's why like i you know if i see someone who's like a big name and i'm a fan i'll just kind of like hang back i'll like say hi to them and like take their hand and stuff but like i just don't want to you don't like go, i don't want to bother you <laughs> you don't go to your car and go oh my gosh i just met him i met him i met him oh Nothing my like, god oh i there have been times where i have like texted my friends like oh my gosh i just took this person's hand or oh my gosh i just said hi to this person like i definitely will do it like not in front of them but oh, definitely no, no. I'll text. no 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 that's yeah. not what we're talking about either like me geeking out okay so at the at the last icon so a friend of mine who has a very famous family me and Davey are both friends with him um very famous family he was supposed to be at the last icons with us in Philadelphia but he couldn't do it because he had a torn rotator surgery and his dad's oh, no. right yeah, his dad's a very famous person I had a nice conversation with him his dad is actually Samu Anawai from the head triggers oh, so Lance Anawai he is a, a friend of ours and Lance Anawai mm-hmm. he will be at icons with us August 6th but this will be out after that but I'm sitting there for a little bit and I'm having a conversation with him about Lance and he's like yeah I'm like well you're supposed to be here with me this weekend but the shoulder thing he's like yeah it's cool I walked over talked to him and Keish for a little bit it was a good time mm-hmm. he thanked us yeah he thanked us very his whole family is very humble they might be some of the baddest asses in wrestling mm-hmm. so humble and then you go to your car and geek out it's like oh my gosh <laughs> talk to the head shrinkers yeah. oh yeah Ron definitely, Simmons. definitely Ron Simmons oh Ron Simmons <laughs> Wow. Yeah, talking to him was awesome. But he knew a friend of ours right. and his mom because they she drove wrestlers around in Philly area and all that stuff. Well, it's like when we go to these these cons and we see like half the ECW guys. Yeah. Uh, Dave, what are you doing here? My my <laughs> brother was an ECW referee. So it's like anywhere I go, any of the guys that were on, in ECW back then, I know them. Like, so it's like walk up, say hi, hang out for a little bit. Like Meanie. Right, Meanie, the uh, FBI. But one of my, I would like to tell her one of my uh, geek out moments was with Shane Douglas. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so like yeah it, I didn't geek out in front of him but I went to um homecoming what was it ha- hardcore homecoming yes. it was like a reunion show for ECW at the ECW arena that's why we're named after because we love that place it's our home yeah. um and and I had the program and all that from it and I showed it and he's like oh my gosh and Shane drew that book he he opened it up he's like dude I wrote this whole thing and I was like oh that's kind of cool and then and then the guy that brought him in wait 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 side story Sandman comes out and points out the fact that his tattoo of the barbed wire is on the wrong arm. Oh, no. 
Right. And then the guy who brought them in was like, all right, time to wrap it up. Shane goes, nope. no, I, I'm talking here. You're okay. There's nobody in line anyway. You can wait. That, that was one of my geek out moments. But I geeked out over to the where I was doing my podcast. So, yeah, I was geeking out that part. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's and I mean, we, we had ECW guys at that show. They were sitting right there in front of us the whole time. Dan Math. It was an ECW guy later on. Sat right there in front of us and we were talking the whole time. Mm-hmm. So, here's one of the fun things we want to do now. is We call it the triple threat. Okay. We, we, we talked about that game we were talking before we started this. So, we're going to pick from single match, tag who will be your tag partner, and Steel Cage. And we picked three people to put in there. So, we put Rick Stoner, Scott Stoner, and Christine Von Eri. Who would you be your, who would you have a single match with? Who would be your tag partner? Who would you be in a Steel Cage match with? Oh, God. That I was know. hard. I know. <laughs> See? See, we got a cool, fun thing going. <laughs> okay. Hmm. I would probably want to do a field cage match with Christina Vadieri because she'd probably want to do some crazy stuff. Uh, and I'd be down to do some crazy stuff. Uh, probably, oh my God, I don't know. Probably a single match, singles match with Dustin, uh, with uh, Rick Stoner because um, uh, we do, we do, we wrestle a lot together, like in practice matches. And uh, he's one of the my favorite matches because he was one of the people in the three-way for glam. So I would like to have a singles match with Rick uh, Stoner. And then I'll have my tag partner be Dottie. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah, he could throw me around and use me as a weapon. They, <laughs> the Stoner brothers love using people as weapons. So, I yeah. Had to, I had to look them up because we're on the East Coast. We don't see that many guys in California. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hello, Dave. Hi. Hi. Sorry. You're the next question. Uh, I'm the next contestant. All right. Yes, on the first so, right. my whole thing is I, I don't mind the whole deathmatch thing and stuff like that but I'm a very old school guy I grew up on Memphis wrestling and all that I I honestly feel that wrestling is deviating away from the how did we get there thing mm-hmm. like the Shawn Michaels Wrestlemania 10 between him and Razor they six months for the build up for that ladder match at Wrestlemania 10 so mm-hmm. do you kind of how do you feel about stuff like that do you feel that wrestling is deviating away from the build up or like hey let's just have a deathmatch for the hell of it that's how I feel um- Yes and no. Um, I feel like some places it is, but I feel like I feel like AEW's been doing a pretty good job building up things. Um, obviously when they get a, like a new unexpected signing, like they have to switch things around a little. But like I think AEW's been doing a pretty good job building to like death matches and uh, you know exploding barbed wire matches and stuff. Um, I think where it does deviate is when WWE makes like the hell of the cell the pay per view instead of like letting a rivalry get so crazy that they give it a Hell in a Cell match, you know what I mean? Like, rather than just, like, having, okay, this day, we're doing Hell in a Cell, you know, like, every time during this time of year, we do Hell in a Cell, it's like, well, why don't we just, like, build, do a Hell in a Cell match that isn't necessarily the pay-per-view itself, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yep, I agree. Yeah, like, I, and if they want to call it Hell in a Cell, like, call that, that fine, but, like, you know, I think instead of just having, it's like, okay, well, PLC is, you know, at the end of the year, and this is there, like, I don't mind, like, the world Rumble being where it is, obviously, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Money in the Bank. Those all make sense being where they are. They don't really, you know, that is the build or it's part of the build or, you know, it doesn't really need a build. Yeah. Uh, but, like, the more, like, hardcore stuff, like Cable's Letter Cares and, like, Hell in a Cell, definitely, I think, could be a little more organic, in my opinion. In oh, my definitely. humble opinion. Yeah. Yeah. So, our next one's called Table of Five, and it's you and four other people at this table. So, this is the thing. We like to put a theme to it. So, okay. any 
anybody that you wrestle, okay, you have to put at that table. So, wait, 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 wait. I've always wanted to do this. No stoners allowed. No stoners allowed. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But four people to put in that table, sit with and have drinks or eat food with. and Like the table three WWE does. You know what I mean? Okay. With four people. So, me and three other people or just four other people? Four other people. You're the fifth person. Um, Probably Stassi. Uh, She trained at Donor Eel. And she's a cool person. I've met her a couple of times. uh, And I trained with her once. And she's really cool. And I would like to get to know her better. um, Because when I came into training, she had had already moved to Chicago and was already, like, blowing up on the indies. So um, I didn't really get to know her. So I would love to get to know her. Um, Allie Cat, I met her at Hood Slam. And we ran into each other at Shake Shack. And we talked a little. Bit, but we met Ellie at the um she ran or she wrestled ECW? No, the show in Chester. Mike Hamilton show. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was I forget who she worked. She worked Kira. Okay. I think not Kira, Tasha. Okay, one of the names. One of them, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, we talked to her. She's pretty cool too. Yeah, she's really cool. And I would like to talk to her about Lady Gaga because she's a huge Lady Gaga fan, and I also love Lady Gaga, so I feel like that would be a good common ground. Um Lady Gaga's kind yeah, of cool. cool. She had an amazing ge- entrance gear at the GCW uh, Hammerstein Ballroom show. Ellie Catch? Yeah. Yeah, Ellie Catch, yeah. Was it a meat dress? Was it a meat dress? No. Lady Gaga. Dude, she's not bad as an um, actress now. No. I, I mean, she is. She went she, to Pitt, which is the School of Dramatic Art in uh, New York City. So that's like that's like NYU's like drama school. Yeah. So he's, he's a pretty big deal. Yeah. You, this is basically almost like the art. She was so in sorry? American Horror Story. Yep. No, I never watched yeah. American yeah. Horror Story. Go watch the one she was in. Okay. Trust me. She was in a hotel. Yep. Right. And I think and, she was in another one, too. I can't remember. And I then, think I mean, Roanoke, maybe. Her and uh, Star is Born yeah. with, with Philadelphia Zone. Bradley Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was from Philadelphia. Yeah. Bradley Cooper is actually from the Northeast area. Yeah. Where, um, oh, that's really cool. I think like Pottstown area or something like that. Yeah. Silver Linings Playbook was filmed. That's his hometown. Yep. Oh, sick. Okay. Yeah. Philadelphia has a lot of A actors. lot of famous people come from Philadelphia. Not just wrestlers. And yeah. some people can't <laughs> Not slap just either. Wrestlers, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of people that can't slap either. Good job. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. so, you, so you got two more to add that to was the a table. Shot. Uh, Lita, that was a geek out moment I had um, when she came and trained at Donor U with uh, my trainers and she was working on stuff for like the Royal Rumble and um, her match with uh, Becky um, out of Dream Rules I think in um, Saudi Arabia um, I would like to I would like to get to know her because she seemed really cool when I met her and yeah I like as soon as I met her I like texted my friend I was like I shook Lita's hand because like he had a huge he was like basically her first rush back when he was younger and uh, yeah so I was yeah that was a huge geek out moment for me yeah I know she trained then, she huh? She she's from Maryland Championship Wrestling. That's where she trained oh, in, cool. in Maryland. Yeah, oh, I rem- cool. I remember okay. her when she was in ECW. Yep. Not a lot of people remember yeah. her. There. I remember her with S.A. Rios. Yes, that was in the beginning. Right in the beginning. Yeah. Nobody she's remembers been that. There, yeah. I, just I said have I seen... remember that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying nobody really remembers that. But I remember. I, that. Remember I said that. that. I do. Okay, one more. <laughs> one more. Okay. Hmm. Probably like Sasha Bang. Probably. I think she's really cool mm. and probably one of the best uh, femme wrestlers today. And yeah. She's just really good at what she does and a lot of people really like her and she has a huge fan base but a lot of people are behind her and yeah I think she's super cool I would love to get to know her more because technically she is from Hayward even though she's built from Boston she is from Hayward so she's also a Bay Area girl <laughs> okay okay yeah I mean she's got a famous family too so yeah Snoop that's right. true that, yeah that's true Snoop's pretty cool yeah, Snoop but I want to talk to Sasha 
Sasha Banks. <laughs> yeah. Sasha Banks. I, I really yeah. like her work. And it sucks when she wins the title and she loses right away. It's but uh, that's how wrestling is. You know what I mean? Everybody can't hold the title all the time. Yeah, that's true. So next question. You ready for the next question? Yep, we're next we're ready for the next question. All right, next question. Road trip stories. You road trips. Any, you have any road trip stories? Because we always have road trips. You have a road trip story. I TV. have tons of them. Yeah. Me too. Yeah, tons of them. Me pranking you guys all the time. Mine all about people falling asleep in the car. Or um, <laughs> moving the car from Wawa and moving to a different parking lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or playing. I uh, don't really, I really have any story stories, but I did have to drive from Oakland to Bellingham, Washington once. And like that means driving through the state of Oregon. Like you have to drive all the way through California. California is a pretty big fucking state. Yes. So you're like driving all the way north to California. They have to go through Oregon. Then you have to go through Washington because Bellingham is like right by Canada. Like it's basically Canada. So it's like Seattle, Tacoma, Bellingham. Yeah. Yeah. It's, ha- it's even north of there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I only know this because one of my best friends is actually stationed at Fort Lewis in Tacoma, Washington. So oh. I've been there twice. I will go back anytime. It is so beautiful there. My cousin moved out of Washington not that long time. Long I believe that's where SOS Pro Wrestling is. Okay. If not, it, it, but yeah, you check it out. That's a Pitfall Jones promotion. He has like an Indiana Jones adventure gimmick, a lot like mine. <laughs> So, um, yeah, and he, uh, yeah, he runs the SOS professional wrestling, uh, promotion, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty popular too. The crowd seems super hot when they're there from the footage that I've seen. I haven't been there yet, but I would love to go there sometime. When you do come to the East Coast to wrestle, Delaware, mm-hmm. Jersey, Philly, and really, you can get to Maryland in less than like three, less than three, depending hours. on part of Maryland. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Oh, yeah. You can be in like five states in one minute. Yeah, you know I mean, same with New York. You know what I mean? Two hours to get to New York. I mean, it's like that because it was, I think it was a point PA where you're in New Jersey, Delaware, and Maryland at the same time. It's a five point. It's crazy. Okay. So you can be in any state fast. It's, it's like, oh crap, where right. are we? You're in Jersey now. When the hell do we yeah, get Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Road tripping is a lot easier there. Getting to like different states is a lot easier because it's a lot smaller. Yeah. Over here, it's like you drive like five hours or seven hours. You're still in California. <laughs> North or south. If you drive three yeah. hours, uh, you're in Nevada. Yeah. But or four hours east, I think. Yeah, but like North or south, it's like you could be driving for like seven hours. Like I'm still in California. <laughs> we we just took a vacation out to Michigan. We drove out to Michigan, and seven of the hours were in PA. Yeah. So yeah. 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 So that states Pen- can be a long drive. Yeah, Pennsylvania's a yeah. long state. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have a road I have a road trip story, but I can't talk about it because we played the game uh, Mary, Fuck, and Kill, and we learned a lot about each other. Yeah. See, you can learn a lot from a dummy. Yes, dummy. Yes. Yeah. Oh gosh. So, <laughs> so like every time. Dave loves changing my radio when me playing Muppets music or Disney Britney music. Spears at 2 Britney's, o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah. Don't ever play it. Change my music. In the car and I hear, oh, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I am that fun. You know what I mean? But yeah. One of my, one of my yeah. questions I always ask in this business, because I believe referees should be CPR trained. And Dave is. I am I'm full on CPR, AD, everything trained. When a wrestler gets hurt oh, awesome. in the ring, I, I, I have a medic bag in my game bag every single time just in case and it's crazy because you've seen wrestlers that hit the move wrong or they get hurt yeah. they die in the ring stuff like that there's nobody there yeah. right away to check on them and the referee's always in the ring like or in a battle royal battle royal like yesterday so we did a battle yeah. royal last night and I went over to check the wrestlers make sure they're right. They're like, yeah I'm okay why are you checking on me I'm like I can tell some of you guys are still green yeah but, but 
<laughs> but we do you think referees or somebody in the match should be medical trained? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Probably. Like at least some sort of certifications would probably be cool, especially the higher up you get. Like you know, with TV and stuff. Like if you can afford to like train like these people that you employ regularly to like get a little CPR or whatever training. I because I saw a gnarly injury once by trainer Antov Voorhees. Uh, he got someone I think body slammed or something onto him, and he put his hand up and broke his wrist during the match. And the next thing I knew, he was gone. <laughs> like he disappeared. Like he was out of that match so quick. It was a tag match. Um, and yeah, he. It, you know, it would have been nice. Like, uh, thankfully, his girlfriend uh, has like uh, like a first aid kit with her yeah. to like help with that sort of thing. Usually, when she goes to show, so that was really cool. Um, but yeah, I, <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I could not imagine if she was not there with her stuff that it would have gone better. <laughs> like what happened last night at the show? Somebody got whipped into the rope and the cable broke. Oh, yeah. The cable oh, yeah. spared. So I got over there, and luckily it was just a battle royal. I got over there. I saw the one guy fuck oh shit ow ow and he's taping up the arm taping up his arm I'm like oh what happened and he points at it I look up I put my hand automatically on the rope and I mean at that point I'm like I don't care if you want to bump into my hand bump into my hand and I looked over at the promoter I'm like get me tape now Mm -hmm. over there with the other ref we taped it up and then the match kept going so now we got to retape that for the ring so figure that out Mm -hmm. all the in the match they happen even if if things don't go horribly wrong things can go like minorly wrong and you just gotta mm-hmm. you just gotta adapt that's what being a fighter is you gotta adapt to what your opponent's doing <laughs> I was refereeing a match in Delaware about a month ago and it was two guys the one guy took the turnbuckle too hard and I checked on him he's, he's like my back my back my back I'm like oh and then the promoter sitting at ringside doing commentary I put the X up and he's like looking at me he's like take it home in five I'm like alright I looked at the other two guys I'm like finish it now figure out something the one wrestler goes alright whipping um, whipping crossover toe hold into um, Jack uh, and Jill went up the hill no 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 into a uh Backslide into a backslide. We take it home from there. Go, okay. Got in the back. I hand him the biofreeze, put it on his back, and he's like, I'm more pissed off at taking it home. I'm like, But you were hurt. I was told yeah. to take it home. You were hurt. He's mm-hmm. like, Yeah, but I'm more disappointed that we had to take it home that way. I'm like, I understand that, but you were hurt. Yeah, like, yeah, you right. gotta be responsible with your body because, like, if you get hurt, yeah, right. sure, you may want to continue the match, but like, you could get more hurt. And, right. Um, and I mean, the referee takes know, control of that match. Career. Yeah. You know what I mean? The you referee's gotta be the director. Like they mm-hmm. say it all the time, you have two actors and you have one director. The referee mm-hmm. is the director. I always the say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. That's mm-hmm. right. Getting, yeah. That makes sense. So we were ta- just talking about earlier about creator wrestler. And our next question oh, yeah. is create a wrestler. Now I saw on your on your profile that you had a fan create you on WWE 2K22. Uh, we were very mm-hmm. excited to see that and all. And I do see a lot of indie wrestlers on the um, on that community creation. So do you think when people create those wrestlers, do you think it gives them a little bit, you know, of an edge to be noticed by? You know, I don't really know. Um, I sure hope so because someone created me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't really know. I don't. Uh, um, from that standpoint, I mean, it probably, because, like, people probably create all sorts of wrestlers, and if it's, like, you know, it's probably not based on anything indie or anything, but I'm sure, like, you know, if is there, like, a description bar or something to be, like, this is an actual indie wrestler from such and such territory or whatever? Yep. Is there, like, a description of that? Oh, okay. So yep, there's a probably, description. Yeah. yeah, and then a lot of times you 
can um <clears throat> sorry they hashtag you know or put in the hashtag you know the company they work for too as well yeah that yeah that sounds about right yeah um yeah that could probably help um i'm not sure i've never heard of any of situation of that happening but like i can't see why it wouldn't be good promotion for a wrestler okay yeah. and it, it's it's kind of cool because you see a lot of a lot of indie guys in the video games and you're like wow this is kind of cool somebody made the detailing yeah. everything they they take a lot of time to detail those wrestlers and stuff and you know get down from move from move to move and you know what they look like and everything so mm-hmm. yeah that's the fun part of it all you know what i mean like it's kind of cool so you don't have to go out there and make characters you want you know what i mean exactly oh, look, yeah look it's violence i'm gonna pick up violence and violence is <laughs> local guy goes by josh adams too in the indie circuit Yep. And I just did a little commentating with them yesterday, so it was kind of fun. Yeah. Old Bridge, New Jersey. So, <laughs> my next question is then, um, we were talking to two guys from different states, one in Georgia, one in Texas, and they were talking about, you know, how companies down there, you know, always work with each other and they support each other and so forth. So do you believe that some companies should start, like, labouring with each other, doing some shows together, maybe, like, support each other and stuff like that? Um, I've actually seen that happen. Um, there's this podcast here in NorCal or the space here in NorCal called the Indie Handshake and they've um, done some collaborations with UGWA uh, which is the Underground Wrestling Alliance and uh, they mostly do shows in San Jose but they've also done shows in San Francisco and Hollister and all over California um, or at least Northern California and they've done collaborations um, uh, LA Fights I think and GCW do some collaborations um, FEW did a collaboration I was on a show with, uh, with FEW and Get Luchador uh, at a dispensary in Dixon, and that was the collaboration. So it is, it is definitely starting to happen, and I definitely think it's a good idea because um, you know you get more exposure, you expose your fans to their promotion, and then you also get their fans to your promotion. And it cross promotion is always a good idea, basically. Absolutely, and I think it's it helps the business better because everybody's working together and supporting each other, yeah, and supporting the wrestlers too because that's a big big deal right there. Mm-hmm. We don't. Yeah. We don't get to see much of that here in Jersey, New Jersey, and all. No, everybody wants to be on the East Coast. Everybody's very territorial. Mm, You're in my spot. (laughs) Yeah. It's like the character from um, Big Bang Theory. My spot. Yeah. Like I wrote I wrote on Facebook that I'm not big on drama. I want to keep everything out of it. I don't want to know anything. This is not high school. So I wrote that yeah. recently and yeah, no schoolyard bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean it. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. my, my podcast means so much to me. And yeah. Stephen Adams here. And this is the final question for this episode of the twenty three hundred wrestling podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the five questions of Doom. Oh, my. (laughs) Question number one. Favorite Tim Burton film? Oh, God. Uh, I'm a huge Nightmare Before Christmas guy. That one's very good, too. That would be a slow second for me. But Beetlejuice edges out. So in my house, at Christmas time, we don't just put out one tree. We put out a full set in the living room. Like, it's a full full Macy's window. And each each tree, which we have five of them, has a different theme, right? And we have Uh a Nightmare Before Christmas tree. 
I'll take a picture oh, next sick. time and send it to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it's got, I have different plushies on it with Oogie Boogie and Zero and everything. All the ornaments are Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, there's awesome. a Nightmare Before Christmas um, tree topper. And, and uh-huh. I got all this before the Disney store went out of business. Oh, fuck yeah. So that was awesome. <laughs> see, yeah. See, my favorite Tim Burton film is um, Big Fish, so... Big Fish is a good one. Yeah. But that you, is also a really good one. That would be my third favorite, definitely. You've got other Tim Burton movies that really didn't do that well, like Coraline. I own all his movies. In so do I. And anyway, so I'm a bit. They're all on Disney Plus, pretty much. No, I collect yeah. DVDs, yeah. so my DVD collection is me. Right. I mean, I like a lot of Tim Burton movies. And, and oh. Question number two. Favorite 80s movie? Favorite 80s movie. There's quite a few of them that I really like. You can say which ones you like. Okay. I will go with the Back of the Future trilogy. You became one of my favorite people in the world right now. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Trust me, that, that trilogy is amazing. Yes. It's, it's so great. I don't want them to ever remake it, ever. I Yeah, I used to watch that all the time with my dad and brother. So mm-hmm. it's got a special place in my heart. What's yours, DB? Ghostbusters. Howard the Duck. Howard the Duck is a great one. Oh, yeah. Classic Howard the Duck, that one. Yes. <laughs> Brian, yours, real quick. Favorite 80s. Top Gun? Top Gun's yeah, a good one. one. Yeah. I like Maverick. That's my brother's favorite movie of all yeah, time. I, yeah. Love Top Gun. I love, love any, any 80, 80s movies. The 80s are a good decade for movies. Definitely agree. Even though people badmouth the He-Man movie, I loved it. Still love it. <laughs> Master of the Universe was a great movie. Mm-hmm. And on that note, we cue the music. Question number three. Are you going to say three again? I was do that all the time. Me. I was waiting for you to say three again. No, you did it wrong. It's three. Not a voice. <laughs> you, you can work on it. Just favorite, because I am doesn't mean anything. Favorite anime Disney movie. Favorite animated Disney movie? I would have to say Beauty and the Beast. It's one of my top ones, too. Mm-hmm. Mine, too. So An amazing cast, though, yeah. My, my niece is 16 years old now. So um, right. when she was a lot younger, she goes, Uncle Dave, you don't have any princess movie. And I'm like, okay. I went out and bought every princess movie there is. And then Hell go- yeah. And then she goes, one day I was like, hey, I got princess movie. And she goes, I'm not into princess movies anymore, <laughs> Uncle Dave. I'm in the monster <laughs> high. And I'm like, I'm like, what the heck is monster high? You know what I mean? I'm like, screw that. I like Belle. And I, I walked away. The, the one thing <laughs> I liked awesome. about Beauty and the Beast, um, Jerry Orbach was in that movie. Oh, yeah? Which one was he? So Jerry Orbach was in um, also in Law and Order. He's the older guy. Okay. Right, was, right. Right. Jerry Orbach was Lemire. Oh, was he? Yeah. He played the candle. He sang Be Our Guest. Oh, Be My Guest? Not now. Okay. You have done some cosplay about Disney princesses, correct? Uh-oh. I sure have. Yep. Oh. I do uh, what is called Disney. Disney bounding, which is kind of dressing up as the princesses, but more with like everyday like street clothes, so oh. like stuff you could find in your closet and left coffee me. Um, and yeah, I have a whole series on TikTok of the first uh five princesses, I think. Uh, yeah, like uh Snow White, Cinderella, Aurora, Ariel, Belle, also Princess Jazz. So the first six, I was I meant to do one, I meant to continue it with the next six, but I've been so busy with wrestling that I haven't been able to get to it. <laughs> okay, I need to I need to check this out. This is kind of Cool. Um, on it right now. Oh, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like, I'm signing up for TikTok right now. <laughs> well, no, I've had it's TikTok. Also, so. It's also on my Instagram reels. If you don't want to have sign up TikTok. Well, I have TikTok. I have Instagram too. Why don't you answer my messages? I have like 50,000. Like and on that note, guys. <laughs> Question number four. Oh, you want me to go? Oh, okay. Four. 
Favorite actress. <laughs> favorite actress. actress. I would have to say Emma Thompson. She, yeah. She's the, wait, I'm trying to think. She's the one that's in Harry Potter, right? Uh, Yeah. She plays Professor Trelawney, uh, the like one that can like see the future and does divination and stuff. Yes. So she wait had, a minute. Wait hold a minute. up. I'm not done wait, yet. Wait, wait, wait. What yeah. was the name of Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Michael J. Fox's girlfriend in Back to the Future. Her real name. Emma Thompson. That's not the wrong one. No. No, um, but that was still Emma Thompson. Okay. Oh, no, no. His mom was uh, uh Laura <laughs> Thompson. I think yeah. those Emma Thompson. No, okay, never mind. So, Emma Thompson. She was also in. Um, God damn. Uh, she was in. The only one I could think of is Saving Mr. Bank, where she played uh the woman that wrote yes. Mary Poppins. Yes. Okay, okay. Poppins. Mrs. Peregrine. Yeah. She yes. was in Peregrine. Yes. yes. So we, me and her, have something in common. We have oh. the same birthday. Oh, cool. Oh, really? April fifteenth. Not the same years. So she shares shares it with me. Um, Seth Rogen. Oh. Austin Aries. Little. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, what's her name? I don't know. Emma uh, Emma Watson, right? Emma That's Watson was from Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the girl from um Games of Thrones. What what was her name? Um the little one. Um I can't think of her name. Little one? Yeah, the little girl that was in the show and then she had a great character. I can't remember. Oh, you know what? Emma Thompson yes, she was in one of my favorite movies. What's that? Stranger Than Picture. Oh, okay. I know. Yeah. That's Will, a really good one. Yes. yes. That's with Will Ferrell. That's Will Ferrell, where she's doing the inner monologue of Will yes. Ferrell, and yes. she's like, he's like, yeah. what the great movie. Yeah, what, why is this happening? <laughs> yeah, I, I had to, I had to figure it out. I'm like, oh, yeah. He had to go to IMDb. Oh. No, no, I didn't. Yeah. I just remembered. IMDb is amazing. And honestly, I think, if, I don't know if you guys ever watched Amazon Prime at all, but uh, when I'm I on have Prime it. and you can pause and it does the, like, X-ray where it'll tell you, like, what yes. actors are yep. seeing, songs being used, I think every streaming service should have that because it is so mobile. Because oh. then I could just be like, that actor, look them up on IMDb. Okay, this is what they've been in. It's amazing. I, I did that was watching The Boys. Her, her yes. series. That was yeah, amazing. I love The Boys. My favorite, my favorite actress is Brie Lawson. Brie Larson. Larson. Yes. You know what? That's, I liked her in really um, Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. Yes. The world. I, like- I liked her in United States of Hara. It was a TV show with Tony Collette where Tony Collette yes. had a yep. dissociative identity disorder. That was an HBO show, right? I think so. I was thinking it was really? Showtime or HBO and I'm trying to remember. I forgot. We were talking about Beauty and the Beast a minute ago. I pirated right? it though. So Emma Thompson played Mrs. Potts yeah. in yeah, the, the 2017 version or the 2018 version. Whatever. The new one. Yeah. Yeah. We have so much fun talking about movies. Oh. I mean, that's our next podcast. Oh, I can talk about movies all day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. I can quote yeah. lines and everything else, and we, we can have fun. But, I mean, we're also deviating deviating away, away from question number five. But, but oh, right. I right, have five right. I have 5,000 plus movies in my collection, DVD-wise. Oh, damn. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm that's a collector. Like, that's like me and my Funko Pops. Yeah, you and your phone. Let's go to the question number. No. <laughs> question number Five. So these two characters are awesome characters. So the Roadrunner or Y.E. Coyote? Uh, I like the Roadrunner because he's just the ultimate troll. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. He's just doing his thing and Wiley Coyote's just trying to harsh his vibe. So instead of like, you know, letting it bother him, he just fucks with him. And <laughs> I, I I, think we should all be more like, I should be more like that. <laughs> if you start, if you start putting traps out that'd be great yeah and on that note um and we cue the music no no <laughs> last name would be um the there listeners you. your social media and where can, we can find you 
Not near yeah. her. No, no. Stay away. Uh, Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram are Laura Frazier Kick. And then TikTok is Laura Frazier Wrestling. This was a good episode. I, I enjoyed it. I can't wait. Yay! Edit and take the long little pauses out and make everything sound so much better. We'll get there. Wait. We know that. <laughs> But we are gonna we're gonna say thank you for being on the show today, and I'm gonna play the ending. Yeah, we're gonna hit the ending. Hit the sure, for sure, for happy. You're welcome. Hit that button. Hit that button, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. And this has been the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. I'm Dave Keener alongside DB Richards, and we'll see you in the ring. And we would like to thank Laura Fraser for being on the show today. This is Laura Fraser, and you're listening to the 2300 Wrestling Podcast. Hey, this is DB Richards, and this is B Schweik. Hey, we got some ads. Yes. So we do. We have Twisted Shamrock Studios and Spa is not your typical spa. Take a journey back in time with all your favorite nostalgia from the 1920s to the early 2000s. The staff will provide you with healing therapeutic services with a high-end feel. Mention this podcast and receive 10% off of your first service. Book with Twisted Shamrock Studios and Spa today, where recovery, relaxation, and love of all decades past never go out of style. So where can you find them? You can find them at 16 Wilmington West Chester Pike in Chad's 4 PA 19317 and you can call them at 484 484- Five seven four eight eight and six eight. Hey Brian, hey, I want to go now. Twenty three hundred wrestling podcast. Let's go. Sam Alfalzi here and Zach Ravix. Super crazy wrestling, super crazy arena, Skiver Academy. We are indeed the best facility in New Jersey. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, Probably no in the world, extremely top three, I would say. We have very terrific trainers. Actually, they all come from uh, the Ring of Honor dojo, so yeah. you already know you're. So they're gonna be great, and they're definitely great. Oh yeah, for sure. You're gonna experience some, you know, pretty elite stuff. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're all about intensity here. You know, uh, we're, we're always here to help. We're, we're always reach one, teach one. That That's our main thing. You know, I feel like if you're a person that really feels like wrestling is your dream and that's what you want to accomplish, this is the best school to come to. Or burn. Or, or burn. Okay. Or Brack said. So, uh, once again, you know, best school probably in the world. Definitely in Jersey. You can find it. You can find it on Facebook, uh, Super Crazy Wrestling and Scarecrow Academy. And Instagram, Super Crazy Wrestling, Scarecrow Academy. So you can contact Melissa Pena or... Oh dog, and he'll come find you if you don't find him. Or I will. Or Brax will. Or Brax. You won't burn. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is David Kinner from the 2300 Wrestling Podcast, letting you know about photographer, camera, editor, and designer extraordinaire Brian Schweiker. Please give him a call at 856-254-7546 for any of your photography needs. You can also reach him at bschweiker13 at gmail.com, Facebook, and everything else is there as well. Get him for all your party, wrestling, movies, whatever you want to do. That's Brian Schweiker. Check him out. Yeah!